1: Now, once again, here's Mark.
5: Good morning, everybody. Four
3: minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next couple of hours, you're stuck with me because we're going to talk about car car repair stuff and all of that other stuff. But before we do that, allow me to do something that I'd like to do, and that's tell you about good shops in in the Valley area. Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and the oldest and the most trusted source for automotive services. Chuck opened it in 1982, and his son, Derek, now runs it. Their staff and mechanics are not paid a commission or a percentage of a repair bill, which eliminates the unnecessary sale of parts and repairs. So if you're in Sun City... The only shop I can recommend is Autodynamics on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, that's where we start, and then we'll take your call, and we'll handle your car questions. Now, those really hard questions, you might want to say, my wife and I have a dispute, and then you take whatever position you want, and that way, if I find for you, but you're really giving your wife's, then you can deal with the ramifications. Sitting next to me is Will. Will is uh, a guy that's in the, um, what are these called, pacemakers? Pacemaker stuff. And Will has has a big part in helping people and medical people determine what it is that someone needs. And so let's start with just what does the pacemaker, what's its primary job?
0: uh the pacemaker just is like a reminder to the heart that it's time to have a heartbeat okay so it puts out a little bit of electricity the patient does not feel it it's it's very faint and very brief but it's at the exact right timing
3: now what happens if they're jogging and their heart needs to speed up
0: great great question uh it has a, a processor in there it's called rate response and it can tell actually when they're jogging so the faster they're running the faster the device will go and in that in that category, rate response, there's many many different sensors, but what most the companies use right now is just a, it's a little pendulum like like what locks up your seatbelt. Uh-huh. It's something like similar to that in, inside the device, so it can tell if they're how fast they're going.
3: Okay, so in a seat belt, the seat belt doesn't care and it's asleep until the minute you hit something. And when your body flies forward, this, the force of the body flying forward locks the seatbelt belt, yes. and hopefully keeps your head away from the dash, the steering wheel, or the steering, or the front windshield. So these can sense that kind of movement as well, that's or jogging, or running fast, or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's that's one sensor. Others look at uh, oxygen in the in the bloodstream. Okay. but another one can measure. Motion and emotion. Okay, uh, there's a lot of different things, but most of them use the activity.
3: Okay, so if a guy's crying, what do you do with the pacemaker? Do you speed up his heart, or you just uh, bring him down to normal and say, "Calm down." <laughs>
0: I've- I've never thought of that. Uh, if he's crying, uh, it's probably a normal response. We'd probably leave it alone.
3: Okay, so there's no programming for that. No, no. You don't have a sensor on his mouth or in his eyes where tears are coming out, and you go, oh, he's crying.
0: No, but they do. These ones I mentioned with uh, emotion. they, they sense uh, dreams, REM sleep, oh. n- nightmares. So it'll okay. actually go faster. Whew.
3: I could have used that a couple of years ago when my my wife was being real mean to me. I had nightmares about <laughs> her stabbing me and, you know, in the middle of the night and all that kind of stuff for feeding me poison. <laughs> so, let's talk about the electrical capabilities and I'm going to I'm going to translate those to cars today. So, you have two of them here in front of me. One of them slightly bigger than a quarter and the other one almost looks like the coaster for a small glass. Yeah. Okay. So, the small one. Give me the volts and the amps.
0: Uh, The small one, uh, maximum, puts out 7 volts. We usually program it to around 2 volts. Okay. And what we're looking for with that, how low can we go, and it still works. Okay. So we want to be under 1 volt. That's called the threshold. Okay. So you take that number of thresholds and double it. If the threshold's 1, we'll program it to 2. But it can go way up to 1 volt. Okay. And it also has another measurement called pulse width, and that's how long was that electricity on for. Mm-hmm. A nominal, typical is like 0. 0.4, 0. 5 milliseconds. milliseconds. Okay. Very, very brief, the patient does not feel it.
3: That's a millionth of a second.
0: No, that's a thousandth. Okay, a thousandth, so like thousandth of a second. Millionth would be a micro, but okay. this is a milli.
3: And see, we do that with injectors on cars. Yeah. At idle, it's just going... And then wide open throttle on my wife's car goes, (laughs) it's a fire hose.
0: Well, that's one reason I'm here, Mark. I've listened to you for years and years, and I've thought, I hear you say things, and I thought, that's very similar to what we do. We work with valves and wires and timing, and so do you guys.
3: So you want to open that door, do you? Okay. All right. All right. All right. We've okay. had this age-old argument between, the, and I'm going to use, and I'm not saying you're a doctor, but I'm I'm going to use the doctors and mechanics. So we we have we've had this age-old argument for a long, long time. Okay. So he, here's how how it goes. Um, the patient, I'm I'm sticking up for auto mechanics. Your patient can talk to you. Yes. Ours can't. Yes. Until nineteen. 19- Ninety-six or early nineties, when we put computers in, <laughs> now we can talk to the computer and it can talk to us. But this is back in the sixties and the seventies and the eighties. So the doctors, patients could talk and they could say, "Ouch, that hurts," or "This is where my problem is." Cars don't do that. So that's one for the auto mechanics. Agreed. Okay. Yes. The second thing is, is the doctors say, "Well, you, we, we deal in life or death. All you deal in is a bad alternator." And my response is, is, if I don't do your brake job right, then when you're hurtling down the highway at 70 miles an hour and you have no brakes, then why don't you tell me then that my job <laughs> isn't related <laughs> to life or death, okay?
0: So, sounds like the mechanics are winning this one.
3: <laughs> so far, we're two to zero, okay? they They say... I want to see you do all your work when the engine's running. Exactly. We we can't get past that. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you change the spark plug when the engine's running? Exactly. Why don't or, you go fix the, the valves? Yeah, the valves. adjust the valve. Well, we do adjust <laughs> the valves, but to replace the valve, that's a, that's one the mechanics can't win. Yeah. So they they're working on somebody whose engine's running, and 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 remind me because that's why we're sitting here today. And here's the last one that I like. This is puts the technicians over the edge. We can. Take a sample of the tailpipe emissions, and we can tell you what's going on under the hood. Doctors can't.
0: I had a uh, <laughs> I had I had a mechanic, a motorcycle mechanic in Vietnam that could tell me that. <laughs> I had two motorcycles in Vietnam. And this this guy, this uh, Vietnamese mechanic, had hardly any equipment, but he would bend over and he'd listen to the motor, and then he'd put his fingertips by the exhaust and he would smell it, and he would tell me what was wrong with it. These are little one-cylinder Hondas. Right. But but the guy was very good.
3: Well, and, and to his carbon monoxide smells um it's an obvious smell the car's running really rich it's bellowing black smoke out the tailpipe and anybody who's been in this industry for any length of time can smell it now there's a sweet spot as you screw this screw in to shut the fuel down slowly you get to a point where you go from very rich too much fuel to not enough fuel okay and then we go into what we call lean condition that creates oftentimes a smell as well one of them can oftentimes smell like rotten eggs so he, I, I agree with you. He was way before his time <laughs> yes. for him to reach down. And I'm sure he didn't stick his nose in the tailpipe, but he probably cupped his hand and redirected the smell towards his nose. Probably. And 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 you don't do that for very long because <laughs> you, you, you probably won't weather that storm. Mm. But the whole idea is, is we do just exactly that. Now we do a variety. We do hydrocarbons, carbon monoxide, oxygen, NOx. And those together kind of tell us what's Mm -hmm. going on underneath the hood. Mm -hmm. So if you're running really rich and your carburetor's flooding, then we're going to see a high CO, which is going to drive the HC with it. If we have a misfire, we're going to see high HC, but it doesn't affect the CO. So we're looking at all of this if the car's overheating and the timing's way off, then the NOX, the NOx, is going to be off. Mm So so I can win the tailpipe stuff with the medical field because they can't, they can't tell us what's going on further forward from the tailpipe. So in, in my opinion, it's three to one. Okay? You don't have to agree with that because you work around doctors all your (laughs) life. (laughs) But that's the way it's been for a long time.
0: You you have an advantage over me. You've been thinking about this issue for years and years. I'm just now (laughs) beginning to. (laughs) No.
3: And, And in the next hour and 15 minutes, if you get to a point where you say, I've got something. But I've had this conversation with lots of medical people. It's not something that I bring up, but it's kind of like, well, you know, all you do is work on cars. That starts it. You know, all you do is work in cars. Oh, what are you, a gynecologist? You know what I mean? It's just, you just, you just, and, but this, it it changed when cars started talking to us. We couldn't Mm -hmm. talk about that. Mm -hmm. So today, um, I'm quite sure you're in the same way with your pacemakers. You're going to do something and wait for a response, and you hope the response is what you wanted it to do. And if it's outside of a parameter, then you know you need to continue to adjust more or less. No. Okay. No. When you put those in, you set them right there, and you don't change them?
0: It's better than that. This is artificial intelligence. Maybe we could get to this one later. What okay. we're looking at is the uh, defibrillator. Okay. The defibrillator has a pacemaker built inside of it. It's okay. two units in one. But this can tell if it's making a mistake. Okay. The, the old defibrillators, for example, let's say somebody is walking, and then they start walking fast, and maybe their heart rate goes to 100. This thing can double count, and it takes that 100, doubles it to 200, and it says, oh, VTAC, I'm going to give them a shock. Okay. And it gives an, a huge jolt, 700 volts, okay. knock, knocks you on your can. The newer ones have artificial intelligence. They can tell that that is not VTAC. It's exercise. And it does it by a number of ways. There's a lot of algorithms in there. And to me, one of the, one of the coolest things about them is if this is seeing VTAC at a certain rate, say 150 beats a minute, okay. it, it's going to try to break it. It's going to try to stop that. We don't want to give that great big shock. Right. We want to do something before that. So if he's at 150, we'll try to go a little faster, 152, 157, 160, something like Using that. Using the
3: electronics to yes. stimulate the heart yes. to where you want it to beat. Yes.
0: This is this is already all, all built in there. So it tries program one, program two, program three. Finally, maybe program four worked. We're, pro, we're maybe pacing at 170, but that bad beat goes away. He goes back into normal rhythm, okay. which we call sinus. And the device relaxes, but next time, the next time the patient has that same VTAC at that same rate, that 152, the device remembered it. It says, I remember this from last time. I'm not going to go through one, two, and three. I'm going to start off with program number four. Okay. And, okay. If, and if that works, that's great. If it didn't work, it goes through the others. If none of that works. Then it steps in with a big shock.
3: Okay. I'm going to rotate your heads okay. up like this. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to take a break, but, but the car, in, in a real sense, does the same thing. It has, it has memory, and it knows what altitude it's in. It knows the moisture of the air. It knows all that kind of stuff. Now, it's not the geographical thing, but the last time this person accelerated, this is what I saw on the throttle. So I'm going to do this and fuel delivery and spark advance and all that kind of stuff. When the knock sensor says, yahoo, we got a problem, there's a ping in the engine, then the computer goes, okay, well, I've been trained to knock down the timing first, check for fuel pressure because a lean condition can cause this symptom, a timing issue can cause this symptom, an EGR not working can cause this system. So the computer goes through this algorithm Mm -hmm. to find out where the problem's at. The problem with cars is this. Even though the computer says that it's got an EGR code, that just means that the code is between the belly button and the ears. Mm -hmm. You still got to go find it. Mm -hmm. You still got to go, why did you say this? 602-508-0960. If you're you're a doctor, don't bother calling because we're not going to take your call anyway because I don't want to argue with you. I'm just teasing. If you want to call, 602-508-0960. We'll be back.
5: Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982.
4: This is Larry Elder. This radio station has been telling you for months that November's election could dramatically change what our country's future looks like. If you believe in freedom supported by law and order, your values are on the line. Make sure you are registered and prepared to vote, whether at the polling place or by absentee ballot. Our nation is at a crossroads and every vote counts. Thanks for listening and stay tuned through Election Day.
1: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7.
4: Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies.
1: Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on.
4: song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more breathe-easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council.
0: You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot.
3: So welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark, and Will is sitting here next to me, and Will is a uh, gentleman who... Um, programs and sets up and helps um, people in need of pacemakers and defibrillators. Now the pacemaker is keeps the heart at a particular area of control, but the defibrillator is is when you're looking like you're going to go south, this thing wakes you up, right? Yep. Close enough. Hold on, hold on. I gotta push your All button, right. and then I'll be get her. Okay. How's that testing? Yeah, that's okay. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. fix this and it and bring this down there. And how about that? Okay. All right. Good. It's Let's um, let me tell you about Kurtz Automotive real quick. Kurtz is a good guy. I've known him for many, many years. He's been around since 1987, working on domestic and import cars, gas and diesel, domestic, import, gas and diesel. Has ASE certified technicians. Many of them are master techs, which is the highest level you can obtain. So if you're anywhere near I-17 and Bell. Kurtz Automotive is a good place to start. If you don't have a shop, go in for an oil change and see how they treat you. We're going to go to the phones real quick. Heather, you're up first. How can I help you?
6: Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a 2012 Dodge uh, Caravan minivan, and I'll just start out by saying my husband is an auto mechanic, and I can't get him to look at my car. Um, last night, we were having all these issues, by the way. His truck is in mint condition, beautiful, runs like the day that we bought it. Um, but my minivan's having some issues. Is that something you think you could maybe help me with?
3: No, I think I can help you in another way. Yeah, um, what's that? I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I, How's think, that? I think I have a control over your husband. Um, oh. I think he might work for me, and if he does work for me, then um and i would disagree with you that his trucks always run great. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's that's that's not necessarily the case that they always run great. Uh, but but i can tell you that unequivocally here's the plan. okay? you know where right. his truck keys are at. take them and hide them on sunday. don't give them up for any reason. Okay. and then he has to bring your minivan to work. <laughs> then i'm going to talk to the service writers they're going to write a an emergency repair on it and that will force them to get it fixed but then when we're done we're going to put on alan's draws okay is that okay i like that okay yeah
6: that works for me
3: yeah heather is my daughter in law (laughs) And, and and so um i know that she's talking about my son and and um and he is a he's a procrastinator he does have trucks that run nice but they're not always running nice So, Heather, hide the keys. Make him take the minivan to work. And and here's what you could do, too. When he goes out into the garage to get into the minivan, hide your camera and get a picture of him driving your minivan. That would be something I would pay for.
6: The best thing is going to be when he does drive it, the windshield wipers are going all the time now. Um, Nothing it's it's possessed. Um, Something (laughs) happened to it last night, and like... All the, I think it's probably electrical, is my guess. Um, but literally, the windshield wipers go, um, all the buttons, all the, the dashboard lights are blinking and buzzing at me, and um, the speedometer, I'll be driving and it just goes down to zero, the air conditioner cuts out.
3: And I, we can handle all that, but you can also say, do this if you want. You can go outside and disconnect the the uh, negative cable first it's going to take a 5 16 wrench you with me yes
6: well then i'm not take... going to do it right now but
3: okay whenever <laughs> then you're going to take the positive cable off okay okay then you're going to just let it sit there for 30 minutes now i'm going to tell you something don't be scared because i'm not going to feed you the wolves but you, if you take the the two battery cables and touch them together the cables not the battery terminals The cables, touch them together. That discharges all the electricity. Wait for an hour. Put the cables back on. Remember, positive first. So at the very beginning, negative is the one that comes off first, but when you put them back on, positive is the first one. So you put positive on, then negative, and I'll bet a lot of your problems will go away. I'm just guessing, but I'm betting. Okay. Okay, good luck, Heather. Thank you very much. Let's get another call because Stephen's been waiting. Stephen, good morning. How can I help you?
1: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I have a 2013 Hyundai Tucson Limited at okay. 145,000 miles on it. And two years ago, uh, the AC failed. It, it kind of worked here and there, but then I just had a guy come and replaced it. Um, and now about a month and a half ago, it, it worked it's kind of strange it works about 10 minutes after the car's running and then i travel a lot so every 10 minutes 12 minutes i have to push the ac button and push it again and then i'll get cold air again okay and that happens all during the day every day
3: okay well there's a low pressure switch and a high pressure switch and if the low gets below low then it turns off the compressor, and if the high gets high, it turns off the compressor. When you push the button off and say the air conditioning, take a break, the two levels in the low side and the high side, the low side is usually about 20, 30, and the high side can be two or 300. Um, so the two of them will level out, so that will reset both the low-pressure switch and the high-pressure switch. So when you go back on, it will often come back on for some short period of time. So somebody has to go in and find out, are we low on refrigerant, that's the low-pressure switch, or are we? is the high-pressure switch screaming and disconnecting the compressor because the electric cooling fan has gone bad or because um, we have a problem with the air-conditioning compressor? So there has to be a little bit of diagnosis. But what did they do? Cover real quick for me what you had done last. Did they do a compressor and a major $800 to $1,000 ticket?
1: Yeah, so you know, I did use that service, um, my mechanic. So they came, and uh, I purchased, uh, you know, an OEM uh, AC unit, and they put it in at the house. Okay, uh, and then and then refilled it with refrigerant.
3: Okay, well, um, I don't like that plan, and I'll be real blunt about it. If he was really good, he'd be working for me for fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year number 2 he sells you on the idea that you pay extra for an OEM and there is no such thing as OEM every single box and every single part in every single car came from some subcontractor in taiwan singapore somewhere in china so okay. everything in a ford box chevrolet box everything there is no such thing as a company that makes your alternator or your your air conditioning compressor it's going to be hitachi or denso was going to make your compressor okay. so this is his to deal with. So I think you should call him back and say, I've got this little problem. I'd like you to stop by. I'd like to demonstrate it. So I'm going to take you for a ride. And I'd like to demonstrate what it is. It's a problem I didn't have before, if that's the truth. Right. Right, but right. this is his to deal with because he, he technically he gave it to you. So it's entirely possible that he made a mistake somewhere, and that's causing this problem you also are polite and nice and then you say to him at the end well you can't fix it or you don't know what it is so um i'm going to get it fixed and then you and i will sit down and discuss what we're going to do to if i need to be paid back because this problem was created by you then you and i'll talk about how we're going to handle that but thank you very much so set the groundwork for that nice genuine conversation but i am not think, a fan like, of it
1: 2 years Two years later, I can I can have two years later, I can still have
3: that. No, of- that no, no no that throws a whole new kink into it. The, that two years later, then no huh? You can still ask him, but he can say no. Got to run, Stephen six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty.
1: You've heard all the lies about President Trump, but the truth is he's the most effective conservative president America has had in decades, and every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. My book debunks the lies and reminds us why we need Trump and his will to fight and win against the left. It's the most important book of the year, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it at Amazon or wherever books are sold.
4: Confusion ever, someone, or have sudden you trouble, had speaking, understanding?
5: Understanding trouble, have you sudden have, or speaking someone ever, confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had sudden sudden confusion, confusion,
4: trouble trouble speaking, or or understanding understanding someone?
5: someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke.
4: Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg.
5: Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes.
4: Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance.
5: Or a sudden, intense headache that comes out of nowhere.
4: If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own.
5: It's late until... Wait. Don't too... Don't Don't wait wait until until it's too late. late.
4: Time lost is brain lost.
5: Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
4: A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you, and we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you.
7: So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, not speak with your mouthful, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose.
4: Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. For two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the
3: Ag Council.
2: All about that demon, all the mobiles, Welcome man. back,
3: everybody. Thirty-five minutes after the hour of, of 10 o'clock it is. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Will. Will is involved in uh, defibrillators and uh, pacemakers and it's a, a job that you've done for how many years uh over twenty five okay and uh, it it's it was interesting that I asked you if I need a medical doctor, and i'm going to assume that you know the best because you work around it yep. you know the um you know the ones that are kind of new and you you know the ones that have gray hair and have been around the block that are set in their ways versus the gray haired guy that's been around the block that's open mm-hmm. to new technology right and so then I ask you. Um, what doctor should I use? And you said that that's the biggest question you get on a regular basis. Yes, yes. So, folks, if you have that question, then you email me your, your information, mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, and I'll pass your information on to Will and he'll talk to you about and here's what i say this is who i would want working on my mother my wife my kids or me or me <laughs> okay, you can say that or me so anyway and that's that's a nice that's a nice thing to do because you're kind of in the trenches you've been around the block you've seen these evolve from fred flintstone time mm-hmm. into this microsoft apple kind of situation yep. we have now so Anyway, um, talking about good shops again and talking about guys that are really good, Strictly Diesel is Strictly Diesel, except if you have a car, he'll change oil in it, rotate your tires in it. So if it's a gas car and you've got a diesel, then you're a customer of his. They're, they're really good at providing the best service and getting the job done right. You see, their diagnostic skills in diesels is second to none. They're very good at what they do. Foreign domestic light diesel trucks. They're at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, and they're open Monday through Friday. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. And Nate is a guy that once you meet him, you'll understand why Mark Salem thinks he's a great guy. And Gil, who might be on the phone. We have Sam. Sam, good morning to you. How can we help you?
8: Good morning. Hey, I got a minivan with a cooling problem. I put a new radiator in a couple years ago. And at that time I put a fell safe thermostat kind of once it fails, it stays open. But anyway, when I'm driving around town moving, the temperatures great. Uh, when I come to a stop, it starts getting up into the hot area. I put phoenixes in front of the two factory electric fan areas in front of the radiator and they're being sucked in really good. So could it be the the thermostat or, or water pump.
3: Well, well, um, let me ask you some questions. I want you to describe the the uh, gauge to me. Is it a gauge where the needle is at twelve o'clock and that's in the middle of the the normal zone? Describe yes. the gauge to me. Okay. Now, yes. does it have a mark in the middle or is there a mark at five eighths? Oh, there's marks. It
8: has a C on the far left, and then in the far right it has an H. And it has a right. red button. so there's marks all along the way. So normally it's in the middle, and that's still white. And then if you goes three quarters, that's still white. But right after three quarters, it starts to get red. Okay,
3: again. I want to know where the gauge is that causes your concern. Where's the needle on the gauge that causes your concern?
8: Oh, more than three quarters uh, to the in the red.
3: It's in the it red.
8: Comes back down.
3: It's in the red. And and forget yeah. about anything else. The needle is in the red when you come to a stop.
8: Yeah, after a minute or two at a stop. Okay, but when you get going and
3: again, and as you're moving down, it's. Hold on, I got some questions for you. When you get going again, does the needle come back down to the halfway mark, or perhaps the five eighths mark? Halfway. Okay, um, when you go faster and you're on the freeway at seventy, eighty miles an hour, how is it so there? Is the ne- Okay, so is Halfway. the needle at half or just slightly higher? Halfway. Okay, the reason I'm asking you these questions is they're very important to me. So if you got a plugged-up radiator, the faster you go, the hotter it's going to get. That's why I'm asking you these questions. And so okay. the only time you have a problem is when you come to a stop, and the only difference between stopped and driving down the road is airflow across the radiator. So you've eliminated the electric cooling fans, but I suggest that those are more than likely not the problem. And the, and the problem has to be, it's going to have to be tested. And we're going to have to make sure that the sensors that turn on the fans are capable of turning on the fans. And we're going to have to make sure that the fans are working. Sometimes we will just simply bypass the fans, run the fans all the time, and say to you, Hey Sam, how's that? And you go, perfect. But it is it is okay for it to go from three or from half to five eighths or from half to three quarters and stay out of the red. It's okay for it to come get hot when you stop because we no longer have the airflow across the radiator. So it's not uncommon for a car with electric cooling fans to sit between half and three quarters as long as the needle does doesn't go into the range of red. Is the red after the three quarter mark or is it before the three quarter mark?
8: Right up three-quarter mark so
3: it's okay. getting in past that okay it's in the red you need to have it dealt with because this could cause your problems the the issue is that i've not seen one that way usually the red marks up at the seven-eighths mark and we're because we i tell people all the time i want your car to run between half and three-quarter that is the industry standard so if well, your they, gauge is just different it's okay because you have you know it's your car and i i don't know what what the gauge looks like
8: it, it could be more the 5.8 it could be more the 5.8 now that you mention it but it's definitely getting in the red Uh, okay
3: and it cools off I bet quickly when you get going yeah okay again airflow across the radiator It's, it's that simple airflow across the radiator thanks Sam good luck to you I think we need to to concentrate on the fans if anything maybe run them all the time and see if that makes a difference and if it does then we have to figure out which one or which or what what's going on they both have sensors and they both have motors so you got four different places of concern 602 508 the lines are wide open you're welcome to give us a call i'm mark salem it's 40 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock and we'll be back right after this
7: This is Dinesh D'Souza. My latest film, Trump Card, is an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the modern Democratic Party. My film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can stop it. Order your DVD and video on demand today. Be among the first to see my movie, Trump Card, exclusively at WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. WatchTrumpCard.com.
1: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960, the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. There's
3: always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100-plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire We were yelling our hearts out You could feel the intensity rising Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half And you will be a Marine Not many people believe that I could do it I don't know where I got the energy from I don't know where the pain went to but all I know is that I
2: had what it took. Yes, I am a United States Marine.
3: PFC
4: Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call one 800 marines The few, the proud, the Marines.
1: Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037. So he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots.
5: You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org.
1: Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Every day, we go about our lives driven by routine, our vision clouded by the very normalcy we take for granted. Countless victims of human trafficking walk among us, invisible. It's time to open our eyes. The Blue Campaign provides a unified voice for those who combat human trafficking, whether it's forced labor, domestic servitude, or the sex trade. Learn what you can do to help by visiting dhs.gov slash bluecampaign.
3: Okay, 2913, and I probably should have put uh, a thing in there, a uh, what you call it in there, but you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm just going to put one in there right now anyway, and I'm going to take this off. And you see, sometimes, folks, I get too many things going on, and I forget to do what I'm really supposed to do, so I'm going to do that now. And turn on my tape machine, which means that I'll make everybody happy. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question or a car problem, then you're welcome to join us. Um, well, last week there was a gentleman that called and wanted to know if he could put helium in his tires and he'd get better fuel economy. Hmm. And he, his hypothesis was, is the helium in the tires would lift the car off the road just a little bit, which would mean less friction on his tires. You can't imagine how many emails I got on that. <laughs> some of them aren't fit for radio waves. And some of them are really kind of tough to uh, to deal with. Um, and there were some nice people. But one of the other conversations we had was about nitrogen in your tires. Mm. Okay. I
0: I heard part of that.
3: Okay. And <laughs> and nitrogen is 80% of what comes out of your mouth, you know yes. that. And so these machines, we've tested these machines and they they're incapable of anything better than 95. So we're going to move you from 80 to 95. <laughs> so this gentleman who owns a helicopter company sends me an email about this. And we're talking nitrogen now. Mark, listen to you often, including today, but not every day because my wife won't let me. Just wanted to comment on nitrogen and the tires. And I had said that the 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 part of the part of the hook on nitrogen in your tires is because they use it in airplanes and because NASCAR uses it. Oh, oh. So those are the two reasons you should use it in Grandma Moses' minivan. So I don't like that because there's no analogy there mm. between NASCAR and jet engines. But he writes this. The reason w- we use nitrogen in aircraft tires is strictly convenience because nitrogen is supplied in such a high-pressure bottle. It can be used to service hydraulic accumulators. Now, the, an accumulator will do two things. It'll do If, if you fill it full of nitrogen, it does a, B, and then if you bleed the nitrogen off, it does A. So you're using a high-pressure gas to make stuff happen. Otherwise, we'll use an accumulator to drop the landing gear, which you hope the pilot does before he takes down and, and hits the road. So he says, we're going to use nitrogen because it has high pressure to service hydraulic c- c- accumulators and other components on an airplane since the tires are already serviced above 200 psi well again we can't we don't have the ability if my compressor only runs at 110 or 130 i can't put 200 pounds Mm -hmm. in the tire Mm -hmm. so they use nitrogen because the bottles have 2000 psi Mm in so i don't like nitrogen it's i called it a reoccurring sales opportunity (laughs) (laughs) rso it's you come in with the little green caps on your tires we're gonna we're gonna make a big deal about, oh, Mrs. Jones, you were three pounds low on the right rear. Good thing we caught that. But Mrs. Jones, I noticed your odometer's at 60,000 miles and you're due for a complete Mm -hmm. fluid change. And Mrs. Jones says, well, gosh, Mark, how much is that? Well, it's on special right now for (laughs) $1,300. So that's my opinion. Uh, And and our industry is not perfect, Mm -hmm. but neither is your industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we make mistakes. And, Absolutely. Um, you and I got on this conversation mm-hmm. because you complimented me about I told everybody that we wiped out a motor on an engine. Yes. We had wiped out an engine on, on a customer's yes. car. We forgot to put oil in it. Right. I make a joke about that. Well, how long will a Honda Pilot go without oil? And the answer is 16 miles. <laughs> so the, and no one would believe that, but that's mm-hmm. how far we towed it back <laughs> after the motor was blown up at mm-hmm. 16, uh, 16 miles. So you said something nice. You said it's not very often that people admit stuff like that, and in your industry, I guess that might be kind of hard as well
0: absolutely, okay, yeah.
3: so everybody that makes a mistake do they just point fingers at
0: someone else? pretty much, especially the surgeons okay and so <laughs> so <laughs> it's never the surgeon's fault,
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, in our industry, there's a lot of those kinds too. but I think the issue with me personally is is my guys and then the next question from the 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 radio listeners are is what happened to the tech mm. well in the story i said that he's been with me 31 32 years he's a great tech he makes mistakes but so do i i mean my wife made a mistake 46 years ago when she married me and, and i was 10 at that point and she was quite a bit older but the idea is, i'm dead meat when i get home you know that don't you and and so we all make mistakes but it's i'm not trying to thump my chest and say i put a new motor in it i'm just saying we that we do make mistakes mm. But I'm also saying it's real easy for us to know whose mistake Mm -hmm. it is. Yep. So if we didn't touch your tires and your wheels, and we didn't take the tires and wheels off to check your brakes, and all you brought it in for was to flush the cooling system, and then the right rear tire falls off the next day, it's not ours. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be ours if that car was misdirected. So I sent it to your bay and told you to rotate the tires. Mm -hmm. Then I recovered and say, oh, that's not. It's a cooling system flush. Uh But you got the lug nuts loose, but didn't put them back. That's why we have security cameras all oh, over the shop. Really, so we can tell that. Mm. So anyway, um, so he talks about. You know, this is a part I really like. We use nitrogen instead of rolling out a high pack or high pressure air compressor because it, the bottle it comes in already has two thousand psi in it. Um, and you're, you are as always completely spot on. N two is not the cheapest compressed gas air available. Is the cheapest. Since it's a waste from from gas fractioning process, I don't know what that means, but he says it's pretty cheap, so that means something to me. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. In Mesa, there's only one shop that I can put my name next to, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street. He's just east of Stapley, the south side of the road. Brian and Thelma both come from families who came from gasoline sales and auto repair in the late fifties and the early sixties. These young people have been around gasoline and seen their dad eat dinner with grease in their fingernails since they were little. So Brian and Thelma both have families like that, and the two of them know right from wrong. So if you're in Mesa, unfortunately, the only place I can send you is is to Thompson's Auto Repair, and that's on Main Street just east of Stapley. And Gil, you've got somebody else? Yes, we have Richard. Richard, good morning to you. How can I help you?
2: Good morning. Thank you for taking my call, Mark. You bet. I have a 2007 Toyota Camry with about 110,000 miles on it, and I'm having nothing but problems. Okay. I uh, The gauges are going crazy. Uh, my uh, speedometer flip back and forth, and I keep the speed. My ABS light goes on. My oil light goes on. Uh, the brake light goes on, and the brake's not on. Sometimes it lasts a while. Sometimes it goes off. Okay. Uh, what's, what's
3: been recently off. done to it?
2: Well, I took it in, and they put in a—they uh, tested and everything. They said I needed a new alternator okay. and battery, and they put them in. Okay. Did and it make it any difference? Up, maybe a little, but not much. It's still doing it.
3: Okay. And and can, why can't you just go back in and, and ask them to um, say, you know what, you sold me this as a fix, and it's really not a fix? So can we start with a, some kind of a credit on the alternator and battery, and then let's move forward, because the thing you forgot to do is you forgot to say you're going to fix my problem, right? I mean, this yeah. is a diagnosis and this is a fix. This isn't a guess because I want to know if you're guessing, and if you're guessing, whose money we guessing with—yours or mine? That's a perfectly acceptable conversation to have with the person in front of you.
2: Oh, I like that a so lot. I and did I, take it into another dealer that was recommended to me in Tempe uh-huh. and they have it right now
3: okay I think you have a bad connection somewhere let me ask you a question or two do the headlights ever change intensity no did you ever have a problem starting the car no okay I don't know why they put an alternator battery in it because that doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense Um, You never had a problem with the battery being dead. You never have any kind of an intensity with the headlights. You would know that. It would be very obvious if you did that. All you've got is an intermittent electrical storm that's going on with no rhyme or reason. And um, I think you're probably going to dig it down to a module that's gone crazy. And and let me give you an example. On my way down here, I, I came from Payson this morning, I was testing the computer in my car. And it won't let you make any seat adjustments until you're in park. So I thought, I'll just put the transmission in neutral because I know it's watching the shifter. And I'll put it in neutral and see if I can then change the seat of my car, of my seat, because I wanted to change it. And it wouldn't let me. So then, when I got into town, I put it in neutral, and I started decreasing speed, thinking at 10 or 15 or 20, I could still beat this monster. And that son of a gun will not let me change the seats until I'm in park. That's all there is to wow. it. Wow. wonder why. Well, it's because it doesn't want me fiddling around with the seat um, while I'm supposed to be driving down the highway at 50, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. So. Okay. And many of the new cars have those kinds of safety devices in there. And to tell you something else, the, when you go to cancel the cruise control, there's two ways to cancel it. You can apply the brake, which means the computer's watching the brake pedal. As soon as that bulb shines, it's canceling your cruise. You know how else you can do your cruise? Your cruise sticks. You just throw it neutral because once you throw it in a neutral, it cancels your cruise as well. So the cruise yeah. control module is looking at both the shifter position and it's looking at your brake pedal. And that's how it makes your cruise control work. Um, I'm glad that you went to the Tempe uh, dealership. I think um, I think they I have respect for them, and I think that they they have the best chance of figuring this out. But um, on the first one, keep your receipt, and I would William. put the um, I'd put the first shop on notice that you have the same problem and you've taken it somewhere else, and then um i i mean if you want to play hardball you can just stop payment on whatever you the check or whatever on the credit card but i think you should give them an opportunity to look at the repair and what's really cool is you go back and you say i've had this car on the road for 20 days and the problem is solved here's a copy of the repair order that solved it here's a copy of your repair order for an alternator and a battery you said would solve my problem i'd like very much to talk about your bill and I would like to afford you the opportunity to issue me a credit for work that didn't move me forward.
2: I like that. Very
3: much. I, I like it when people do that to me. <laughs> I if hope they, it works. I hope it helps. No, it it does. It does. I mean, what's the what's the other option? You're gonna go in there and raise hell at the front counter. And right. you're gonna call first and they're gonna say no. And then you're gonna go into the lobby, you're gonna raise hell, you're gonna turn around and tell everybody in the in the lobby that you know, Mark Salem's an idiot, and he doesn't know what he's talking about, and don't let him put an alternator and a battery in your car because it doesn't fix it. Where this guy fixed a bad ground on the exhaust manifold, and he charged me 80 bucks, and he charged me 400 for an alternator. This is the kind of dance that people do in the lobbies. Now, Mark, every once we're, we're,
2: He doesn't have many people in the lobby, so that doesn't help. <laughs> he's got a small shop, the guy he took it to in Fountain Hills, and the guy he took it to is Arizona Imports, and he seemed to know a lot more.
3: Okay, uh, uh, okay, I wish you hadn't said anything. We're going to blurb that out anyway, but have, it, it,
2: please do okay
3: it it's I think you're better served by just getting a, a second pair of eyes on it because clearly he missed it, so all righty, and I would like something from you market MarkSalem.com. Would you send me what finally fixes this? Just give me an email, Mark I sure at Mark will. Salem, because I want to learn from you your malady. So that's what I'm really after is, is what did they fix? So the next time somebody calls and says that the Camry's hooting and hollering and every time you honk the horn, black smoke comes out the tailpipe, I'll have something to go on. So thank you very much for that, Richard. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to to load the lines. We've got five lines open. And uh, what's the name of the board op I've got today? Uh, Big Gill. Oh, Abby Gill. I think he said Abby Gill, but it may have been Gill. I'm just teasing him. Gill's one of the best board operators I've ever had. He's a really great guy. 602-508-0960, and he'll get you in, and we'll get you on. We've got another hour of car talk, and you're always welcome to join us. If the lines are busy, then just wait until I handle somebody, and then dial back, and, and you can get it done. Every Saturday we're here talking about cars, and if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, I can give you a number that's kind of easy to remember, 888, and don't forget this is KKNT 0960. So it's 888-960-9696, toll free. If you can hear my voice, it's toll free. 888-960-9696. So we talked with Heather today that had a minivan that had all kinds of problems, but come to find out she's married to my son. And so we're going to put him on probation Monday morning until he fixes his wife's car. It's a sad state of affairs when she has to call her father-in-law to get her car fixed. And if he wasn't so doggone big, I'd spank him, but that might be a fight that I'm going to lose. (laughs) We'll be back in just a minute.